This is Glee TV, the only podcast today's best shows and movies. I'm Zach. I'm Jake. I'm Cash. And we've got The, the Walking, Walking Dead. Dead. This is episode two, The Bridge. There we go. I like how you say it with a little bit of upbeat because I have a little bit of hope for this season. I hate to say it. You know, I hate dare, to. Uh, dare I say the strongest episode of this season? I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, holding it down, people. Go out hold it down. There. There's a massive mountain to hike right there. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, it had one less shitty scene than the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just I mean, we, we had a cool Walker no, death scene that made sense. So, no, like, I mean, d- no, I thought death scene was strong. Um, there's, of course, two or three things that Walking Dead is going to guarantee us that they're going to do that's going to make you scratch your head, uh, you know, spit your Cheerios up, <laughs> or just make you wonder who in the yeah. F just get the chance that, you know. But majority of the episode was solid. Um, I, uh, and this episode stunned me. We had some different approaches and did some different dis- decisions that I would have never expected. And so I appreciated it that there seems to be a fresh touch on the writing part of this. And so I was happy with that. I don't know about a fresh touch, but like- hey, look, you got to admit, there was a couple things done in this episode that were unique, different, first time you've seen, as well as a couple decisions made that you would have never expected. And it worked out pretty well. I'll give you that to an uh, extent. I'm going to, it was a way better episode. It was a, a good episode for Walking Dead standards, I would say. There's a couple things, like you said, they'll just drive you absolutely crazy if you're a human being. Yes. And <laughs> just, or if you have a rational thought. If you just yeah. have <laughs> an ounce of brain cells to, you know, think with your, you know, just, I, I, like, don't, don't give the savior guy the most important part of uh, your plan. Uh, you mean the guy one? that just fought on the bridge with your people <laughs> twice? Who's right? a dick? Oh, super dick fighting with a kid <laughs> and stealing everybody's water. And he's responsible for the moving the herd. Make, Good decision. Yeah. Make sure we give him the most important job. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> that right there was the worst part of the episode to me. No, it'd be the lone wolf as we go out in the woods. What that led to <laughs> became the worst part of the scene. Um, uh, oh god I mean, to me like which was borderline <laughs> as bad as the my god did we see the opening sequence it's almost like they were fucking trolling us does Rick climb up on a giant man made trailer yes I'm not losing my shit <laughs> yes he did I'm like so we needed this fucking heavy ass we needed the wagon uh, yeah, I mean Cash I realized you weren't here last week but I was real mad about the wagon oh yeah. believe me I heard I was listening and I was cheering all the entire time because I was like why the fuck are we going to get a wagon yeah, the wagon and horse scenario of last week is the ultimate debacle of season nine. Oh, it's um, crucial that they I swear to god I was trolling yeah, like, it was. There's, no, there's no way you needed this wagon but you can build this extensive bridge out here. You right, got right, to be the craftsmanship we have on this bridge. bridge. He jumps on a massive man-made trailer. Yes. Yeah, I'm just like, this is horseshit. <laughs> they are laughing at us. Yeah, it's right. like John Gruden every week, just being like, "Man, it's really hard to find a great pass rusher out here." Yeah, it's like really walking dead. It was that hard to go get a wagon. Yeah, I mean, God. yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm confused. There's there's a couple things that just like. They stand immediately out oh, in your yeah. face. Just slap like, you. <laughs> hey, viewer, slap. <laughs> um, I will say strong points. Maggie. Strong episode for Maggie, I thought. Crushed to me, it. to me, she's on top of the heat. Uh, well, acting-wise, yes. as of right now, absolutely. Um, one massive thing that stood out to me is where are the like feminists jumping down the throats of these people? Every female character is wearing skin tight clothes. Did we see Rosita, Rosita this episode? She's like, wearing Kim Kardashian sweatpants. Those are being yes. painted. Like, those are painted right. on her. I'm all I know is is that I'm just happy that you know, Maggie Michonne everybody was able to find jeggings because that's what they look like. Oh, not yeah. like combat jeggings. I mean, <laughs> like every one of them has got we've the always, most skin tight clothing to make sure you get every ounce of their curves. We've always talked about Maggie. Because Maggie's always had this, where she's had like designer holsters, yeah. you know, strapped up her skin tight leg. She looks like she's from Resident Evil. Yeah, from the Ooh, the yeah. video game. 
The where only it's thing missing like, is a blouse that's unbuttoned down to her navel. Yeah, and huge <laughs> fake tits just barely holding it in. Yeah, I know. Just the edge of the nipple is showing. Yeah. I'm just like, oh my God, what is this? Elvira? You know what I'm saying? I, I just... I, I, look, I don't get into this stuff. I, I, I like, I love seeing a beautiful woman just as much as the next guy. Rosita I, is ridiculous. Yes, <laughs> you could. I mean, there's even a sequence where she's sitting, and it's just like, "This is my camel toe. Enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> just enjoy this." Basking the glory, <laughs> soak it in, boys. Yeah. I'm smuggling yo-yos. <laughs> just be ready. I, I don't understand. <laughs> Like, like the I'm fact you, that man. there's not I'm eight guys you, outside of her tent in every scene. Uh, this is the only thing I think is it's is possible in 2018 with a female showrunner is that Rosita picked her own outfit. This is what she wanted to wear. I think that's you what think happened. She just wanted to be comfy out there. No, I, I, <laughs> no, and this is no bullshit. People are wanting to get the attention wherever they can get it. She's a beautiful woman, and it's like she knows she's not the Most strongest actress. I mean, they're all good-looking people. I'm just saying. But if I'm not the strongest actress and shit like that, and it's like, I want a future beyond the show, which is pew, yeah. crashing and burning. <laughs> it's like, well, put me in these fucking skin tight. In my words, the plane has already hit the ground. Yeah. It's just bouncing. Yeah. <laughs> and debris is going everywhere. Yeah. No, <laughs> you don't need a brawl. No. no brawls. Oh, you want a hip hugger fucking sweatpants? Yeah. Uh, that's combat ready. Uh, perfect. Throw that which on. Is She's never wore. Opposite no. of, of what she used to wear. She, yeah, she, she used, used to wear a combat hat, cargo pants, cargo bridges, like military. They, they were tight. Don't get me wrong, but she had the tall boot. Completely totally opposite. No, she's uh, what do you want to call this? Um, stay-at-home mom, sexy. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Temp the gardener. Or us, yeah, I like, want you to know that I, my wife even and I both noticed that too. It's like I mean, like they made sure you got shots of the skin-tight ass and legs, everything, everywhere yeah. you could get. And I don't want to dwell on it, but it's like. We've dealt with this with Maggie because everybody is always like, "Come on, Maggie, where'd you find those clothes, Maggie? Yeah, <laughs> like where'd you find that holster? Where, like, what are you doing? You got a leather worker there that's just like <laughs> strapping them on you. Uh, I, I just wow, right. any of these things. <laughs> but right. Michonne, you know, Michonne, Michonne's kind of always dressed like this. Michonne's like always looks like she's a little like her clothes look a little dirty. Yeah, like she's always like roughing it up. No, to me, Michonne looks like she's one of the people who washes once a week. As well as her clothing washes once a month. Well, no, we're not. You always have the same outfit on Michelle. It's always the same kind of sets of tight jeans. Yes, it's always some type of like her boots, everything like that. Her mm. appearance is very consistent, no matter what. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. But I'm just saying, the person who gets the most clothing changes is Carol. But you'll never see anything that's like skin tight or like that or anything else. But she has an array. You know what I mean? Yeah, she I mean, changes. The deadly often. poncho at one time. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, that showed the curves. Let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like a walking I, trash bag. But, you know I mean? <laughs> but there's all these, you know, pretty people on this show, and it's like they highlight certain things. I mean, this episode was just really bad. I mean, this episode just like it slapped you with it. Just throw it in your face. Yeah, really. It's like these are all the ladies. Here's eighty percent of the screen is her skin tight clothing. Here's a couple ladies that obviously sleep in the same tent together. Yes. <laughs> Let's make sure we focus on this. Let's even have them just nonchalantly walk past Carol and Ezekiel for a second, and Carol have to like right. check them. Like, yeah, <laughs> there's, like, there's no uh, no no PDA yeah. here, no mingling. <laughs> You know. can, can you pan right, with well, them? Yes, we can. We, we've talked about the love angles of this show. Is so far we have we've had several homosexual relationships, mm-hmm. uh, you know, male and female. Now we have three mm. interracial relationships. Yeah, bangs and dead eye going out. <laughs> dead eye. <laughs> <laughs> That's his new name. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. I just dead eye. I'm, I'm, gonna you, uh, I'm not Catholic. Good. <laughs> Let's unbuckle that. Head straight for it. I'm, I'm talking. Like, yeah. <laughs> Bless me, Father. <laughs> Hail Mary, Hail Mary, Hail Mary. <laughs> I'm just. So Holy I'm like, water. We have definitely broached out into the, you know. Acceptance of all and although we got the diversity, <laughs> yeah, diversity, diversity is all there, man. Is here. We've hit all. You know, I think every little mile marker. Um, uh, but, but fine. But I, I have no problem. I think it works. I mean, to me, it didn't bother it, me at all. It's all great. Yeah. It's all. I didn't understand why they showed the Carol and Ezekiel. Like, why did Carol have such a beef with it? It seemed like, yeah. 
Like she's like, eyeballing them as they walk by. Like Carol, what the, how old are you? Like, <laughs> have you not been here for the past? Have nine you seen seasons? your haircut, are you Carol? Carol? <laughs> they probably came at you first thing with that haircut. I mean, I'm just like. <laughs> So you're Carol, more of a, where are you sleeping she's tonight? She's just mean mugging. <laughs> yeah. You're more of a badass than all the people here. And it's like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. But and Jerry, Jerry out here getting some loving too. Oh, like, yeah, yeah old go. girl that didn't like the tiger very much in last season. Yeah, yeah well, right. tiger. Well, she got the tiger now, baby. <laughs> I don't know if I'd call him a tiger. A tiger. Well, I didn't want to call him yeah. a, a sea buffalo or anything. Like that. <laughs> Water retaining sea cow. Uh, I am the walrus. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to give him a little bit of. I something think he here. ate the tiger. <laughs> oh. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna get to the show now. Look, Jerry, when he's sitting in that lawn chair later on, the man That's, is struggling. Yeah, you see him in his the coat lawn chair was crying. He's always in his like nice, you know, squire outfit yes. and stuff like that. But you show him in the lawn chair. He looks like, you know, Jim Bob outside the trailer. Oh, yeah. I love how he has enormous <laughs> knee pads and these enormous <laughs> boots. I mean, if he got to running, it's top speed of half mile an hour. Well, I mean, that, running. running. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's just call it a progressive jog. <laughs> I think we call that the wog back in the day. Like, <laughs> I think we call it I'm falling forward and I'm just keeping my feet. Yeah. So what's Jerry's 40 time? Like just <laughs> DNF? Like, One, is that, is that what it is? <laughs> It's, it's, measured on a, it's on a calendar. Just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have the scooter head battery. Anyway. The old Sunday. <laughs> All right. The episode kind of kicks off with Rick talking to Negan. This is what they've shown for the previews. They didn't give us this in the first episode. No. They dive into this for the second episode. We go through the whole monologue really quick of Tent montage. You know, of we're doing fine. This is day thirty five. So did y'all expect that he was talking to Negan? Oh, for, yeah. for some reason, I thought he was talking to Carl's grave. I, I don't know why. No, he, he's too like uh, aggressive with this conversation. All right. He said, we know this is a year and a half later, so where does the day 35 come into play? I guess that f- for the bridge. Is that the bridge thing is what we're talking about? Is this day 35 or, of the build? I hope not. I mean, he's talking about like they built a dam. It might survive six to nine more days or something like that. Yeah, Hell, I, mean, I don't know. Has it been 35 days working on this thing out in these tents? It's kind of like, that's the only thing I could come up with. And that's the only thing that makes sense, He's really. like, it's been a while since we've had these conversations, but we're at day 35, and we're growing. Day by day, things are getting better. The okay, whole I, maybe it is. Maybe it's just the construction period. I think that's what it has uh, to be. I mean, because think about it. If you're sawing your own logs and then having people go out there and do it. It's going to take a lot more than 35 days. Yeah, it's going to take a while. <laughs> okay, so. so maybe it's 35 days of people having to live with each other each other okay, yeah. uh, from the sanctuary. You know, Because he says you know, it's natural for people to want to come together and this and so on. Right, right. And all that stuff. Um, there was a couple good starts where we have King E. Uh, King E and Carol were kind of a cool dynamic and parts of it, minus her mean mugging folks. <laughs> <coughs> I can't but, get past King He still cheese balls hell to me sometimes. But it works for it's, me. Like, I enjoy but it's this. downplayed in comparison to who it used to be. No, I agree. And he even jokes with himself. He says, hell yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? He's like, and he breaks character for a minute. He's like, I still want my fairy tale and all that right, type of right, stuff. Right, right. Uh, I, I don't mind that. I'm just, I like it when he like, calls himself on his own bullshit. I like that you know they've basically taken guardianship of this boy. I can't remember his name. Henry. Henry. Yeah, Henry. And, you know, the, the jokes of, you know, he's going to go to college one day. I mean, I got a good little chuckle out of some stuff lined. And some of the lines were pretty good. Um, they, you know, you get to see a lot of the things where, like, you see Eugene. Okay, now Eugene has a good five seconds of rhyming montage of, you know. They just love writing for Eugene. They just love like, writing. I never have a problem with this, yeah. ever. Um, you know, basically, he says all his fancy words instead of so on, but basically say the levy's going to last for six to nine days. Yeah. You know, so it is what it is. Uh, you get a scene where Maggie's breaking a horse. You find out Enid now is, in a short amount of time, has become the next doctor, nurse, however you want to put it. I like this. I like that Enid is actually finding something useful. I like that she has a role. And getting away from Maggie. No, this has to be, the, this This is good. They introduced it in the first episode where the guy's like, hey, can I talk to your father about learning the trade? Mm-hmm. Remember, he wanted to learn how to blacksmith. Right. So that's good. Everybody has to create a role. <clears throat> you have to have understudies. This is how I wish it was still to this day. Oh, absolutely. I love this. I love the master 
and apprentice, apprentice like style of anything. Oh yeah. Because I'm a hands-on learner. I can't sit there and read a book and learn how to do stuff. Right. You know, even like I was terrible at school and stuff like that. I hated it because it's just not my style of learning. Mm-hmm. You're Art, very kinetic and everything. Yeah. I'm, I'm whatever that is, right brain or left brain or whatever like that, you know, uh, I'm just a hands-on guy instead of somebody drooling on over a textbook. So I love Master and Apprentice. And when they actually laid the groundwork for that in the first episode, yep. now you see Enid doing it and stuff like that. It's like, hey, this is good. They're building properly. This makes total sense. And I'm sure it's probably something that was in that key to the future book. It's like create roles. Yes. Make, Get young train, kids train, flowing train. through this. Yeah. Like spread it. So then it leads to the scene where, of course, the Henry's giving water out to everybody. And, of course, dipshit number three is the guy. Of course, he was in first episode of, you know, hey, clean that shit off the wall. And he's like, with what? We don't have any paint. Like, he's already dipshit then. So now we're dipshit here where he takes the water jug from the kid. He's getting more. And the kid, you know, sweeps his leg with a stick. Yeah. Well, like, and also in fairness, <sighs> he gives him only like a quarter cup of water. Like... But that's the thing. I, it's I, don't know how much, yeah, I don't know how much you're supposed to get or anything, but it's just like. But also, <clears throat> why are we low on water? There, we're in a stream, like as we're crossing a bridge, like just we got water, yeah, bro. If Eugene has a system making corn fuel, there's a way to filter water. Yeah, yeah I don't understand. Like, uh, filtering water is easier than making corn fuel. Oh yeah, filtering <clears throat> waters. But I, but I do like to have Henry doing something. Yes, like he has a job too. Like it seemed like everybody has a purpose. Drag I think water. Even like you see Maggie breaking a horse. I thought that was a cool little scene. You know what I mean? Like it yeah. shows everybody has a role. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't hate that. And, and <clears throat> kudos to Cash. I drove myself crazy trying to figure out who this guy is, and he's uh, one of the main characters in Black Sails. Yeah, and fa- fantastic in the As show. Matter of fact, awesome and fits the part beautifully. Beautifully in Black Sails. He looks like a damn pirate. It's oh, yeah. awesome. And like he's the baddest person in the show, and you realize it. And so like seeing him getting his ass kicked every single time in this. You know what they're succeeding at is not letting him take his shirt off. Yes. Like, they could have easily let him take his shirt off for this bridge work and stuff like that. Dude is jacked. I've seen him him on his Twitter page. He's unreal. Oh, fully shredding every... Like, they're making him keep his shirt on, so Rick and Daryl aren't like... uh, Well, I just wish somebody would write better for him. Because he's an absolute... The way they portray him, he's an absolute dipshit. Yeah. It's just... It's unfortunate because... uh, People don't act this way. No, they don't. And he would not have the role of... The walkie-talkie and the siren. Yeah, there's just no. You know, way. after you got it, after you have this <clears throat> this scene where you fight Daryl, you know, getting your ass hit, you throw sand in his face, you know, which by the way, Daryl had his face sideways when the sand hit. But anyway, well, and also he's got his hair protecting his eyes at yeah, all I mean, times. Yeah, nothing so. hitting <laughs> them eyes because he ain't been, he ain't seen nothing in years. Yeah, he, he can't hit. see. What the hell are y'all talking about? <laughs> he goes purely on his smell. Uh. <laughs> Well, the world around him goes oh, off his smell. No, yeah. You know how Daredevil like sees with his ears? His smell bounces off people. <laughs> and that's how he detects their yeah, movements. Uh, 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 <laughs> and there we go. No, yeah. no, this... We jumped the gun a little bit about the fact that this dude is the guy who's supposed to be running the siren yeah. to control the herd later. And I'm just like, there's no fucking way. Yeah, yeah. I mean... Who if, set that role? You know it was Rick. All right, here's the other problem. You know how important this role is? Jerry is one of the people doing it. Yeah, not some you, peon. Yeah. So if they show a scene with Jerry running into Siren, that tells you this is somebody of importance well, and who has to be able to maintain this of the highest caliber. And, and the Tara. other person is Tara. Which and Tara. So there's, no, there's no way you're getting me to climb whatever it is that Tara climbed. Because climb that. Remember, that. Th- <clears throat> it takes you up. Dude, that thing's like... They are terrifying to be in, by the way. Yeah. Way but, high up, made God knows when and by who with no strap. Hey, man, we can make, oh, wait, we can make trailers now. <laughs> <laughs> we're not but, making uh, man lifts. Yeah. Did you see how they were trying to lift these fucking logs? Uh-uh. We're not making man lifts, apparently. <laughs> um, like two people on the bottom, two people on top just yanking. But, I mean, so this, like I said a minute ago, the episode showed you the importance of the role. Yes. By who was in those roles. And so there's no way that dipshit is the one who leads the catastrophe. No, that should be Daryl. That should be Michonne. That should be somebody we know that is a main Dead character. Eye. Somebody. Come on. Make it Rosita. Amen. Oh, beautiful. Amen. Perfect. Tara? Rosita. Yeah. <laughs> Duh. We're there. Fine. Done deal. But unfortunately, that wouldn't have allowed us to have the fuck up. And Actually, it could have. You could show Rosita like banging on a radio and like having an issue, 
like it didn't work or something. And she's running to try to make a, you know, do something to try to make it was it. So it makes that seem that much more yeah. authentic. It doesn't matter. I don't care who you put over there. Literally other than a, a sanctuary person. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> like, who decided on this? Who looked at this and said, that works? <laughs> yes. so stupid. Yeah. I get so mad at like, cause you know, These a, are those decisions. A, you're like. a room of writers had okay to come this. up with, had to come up with a way from A to B. And it's just like, Oh, I know. We'll give it to a savior. We'll give it to dumbass, you know, and put him over there because that makes total sense. That way we can make it where he gets his ass whipped again and then leaves to get gaped. Like, uh, and so I, like, how do we feel? I think you just said gaped and I got really ganked. Gross. Okay. Thank you. So ganked. Make sure. ganked. Ganked. <laughs> Easy <laughs> over there. Horrific shit was happening <laughs> in these woods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. okay, knows? but they were laying the groundwork throughout episode, the episode yeah. of saviors are vanishing and they think they're just running away yes because they don't want to work and be with rick's group and stuff like that but then later on we get i have no idea what his name is maggie's savior buddy mm-hmm. that's helping out or like that he says hey some of these guys aren't making it back to the sanctuary mm-hmm. and they have families they have like families one of them just had a new kid like, there's no reason why these guys would take off so it's like okay cool so we know there's another outside force yes yeah well, I just think it's a faction of saviors that are going to want to, they're going to try to make a move. You know what I mean? It's just basically, you know, Simon without Simon. I want to create my own divide over here. I don't know, but you're, I mean, are you doing that when you're leaving your kid behind? Yeah, not like, that. No. You don't think so? No. No, this is a All bad right, so force. So what, what do you think this is? It's got to be an extra group, like an outside group that's trying to take over. <clears throat> I would assume it's like a. A new group we've never seen before. Yeah, I mean, I think too it's soon be, for the whispers. That's spying. I, Care, I careful what you say because I don't want to. Yeah, I mean, I, well, they've already yeah, they've, they've already given all this. Talking Dead, he's yeah. wearing whisperer shirts, and they've they've already announced they've you know you got Ryan you know already coming on the show. I mean, they've they've already said yeah. get ready. I don't think it's too soon for him. I I, I think it's going to be the whispers. Judging by what I know about the whispers, like I was surprised if this is them, I would be surprised at how they how they. Uh, grab him at the end to me he recognized who grabbed him I, he's I, like oh hey you know so well he says you almost got yourself killed yeah and then he gets jacked or whatever fine we'll we'll see i, I don't want to make too many i think it's an outside i don't think it's whispers but i think there's 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 just something we just don't see yet and don't know to me i don't think we see whispers until seven eight I just don't see how we can add another group with all the groups that we've already added and stuff. Especially yeah, since I still just think be fluff. it's some kind of division of the yeah. savior group. Uh, somehow, that's just the only thing that makes sense to me. Yeah. Okay. Um. Anyway, so there, there's that going on. So you know, we kind of move past some things. With like Maggie, we saw her doing the horse and everything, and then we found out that the ethanol didn't get delivered there. How was this just not heavier investigated, I guess, was my biggest issue with it. Like, this is a whole shit. It's pretty, it's, it's pretty flimsy. Um, you know, like it hasn't made it. That tractor's not plowing. We're not getting food. We're not doing this. You know, until I get my fuel, you're not getting your stuff. Maggie's laying the law down. And for as important as it was, it just shouldn't be able to disappear without more people going down this route to check it. I, I agree with you, but also it's like they've made it pretty... Like they're showing the distance, mm-hmm. and nobody's driving cars anymore. True, it's all walking so that would be a and major riding operation, horse. Yeah. So it's like even with Michonne coming, she was like, "It's a long way back. You can stay the night if you want to." She's like, "I will." But I mean, this one is worth. Like, I I totally agree. But Michonne's coming to this from area, Alexandria, assuming that the ethanol was delivered. Now okay. she's here, and she has to stay the night and then go back if she's going to investigate. Right. I would assume next episode's like. Hey Rick, the ethanol never made it. All right, okay, missing, so more people or more people were disappearing. I'll give him the benefit of the more doubt. People next along week. with an ethanol shipment. Yeah, because right. right, if that thing just goes under wrap, I'm gonna be furious. Oh hell no! Did y'all notice that they gave the exit for Maggie? Did you hear the exit? You know, evidently they're still writing letters to Georgie, the person that gave him the book, the manual, mm-hmm. how to survive, the letter. Yeah, and they've made a comment like she must have a heck of a record collection by now, and. Instead of someone, so I know you've been. She's been after you to join her. When are you ever going to go do it? 
So do we feel like that's the exit for her to leave the show to where she can come back at any time because she's going to join Georgie's Most group and mission? Yes, and they can they, they can even just be like, hey, it's a letter from Maggie. They don't ever have to show her. She right. could even come in and do voiceover to read her letter if she wants right. to. Or she could come in for like a five-minute part. You know what I mean? Just to, all right, we need you for this, you know. <clears throat> she comes and delivers the next version of the book or something like that. Yeah, I mean something. Yeah, I mean, but so obviously we we you know they've this they've, is how she's going to be written off the show. Yeah, that's what it looks like to me. You know, because to me, I just do you really feel like they're killing the characters off? Rick, yes. Maggie, no. Man, I'm telling you, man, I struggle with this decision. No way they can kill Maggie at this point. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think she's. In, in death's way or in harm. Go see how your new show does. If it doesn't work out great, you can come back and be the lead. You know what I mean? That's fine. I, whatever. I mean, dude, if I was actors on this show, there's only a few of them that have other prospects. Mm-hmm. Like Michonne. I mean, she's in Black Panther. She's in a couple things. You know, she has other options. She's a strong enough actress. She can do things. I see people like Tara and Rosita and things like that. I'm like... Stay where you know what. Keep getting the butter bread. That pony till it's gone. Yeah, right, right into the ground. Yeah. Um, you know, Rick, he's been in stuff previous and stuff like that, and now he's here. And he um, wants to like do theater, doesn't he? I don't, yeah, he wants whatever. to be behind the cameras. You know, a lot okay. of stuff too. Whatever. He has options, though. Yeah. So well, he's, he's got. He's, he's got made money. his money. Yeah, too. Right. <laughs> he's made his shutter. Oh yeah, I, I, I hope I like to think that he's just like. Oh, I got my money. Now I can work on passion stuff. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, done. I'm tired of being sweaty in Atlanta all the time. Yeah. Um, so I could easily see that. Whatever. But it, it would be hard for me to believe that they're going to kill Maggie at this point. And then it will be tough to say, kill even Rick. Yeah, I'm struggling with that, man. Because the thing of it is, is it almost feels like the whole place can't come together until them two are gone. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because them two are the main headbutters. Mm-hmm. They don't yeah. know it yet. They're the two antagonists. But they're yeah. the two problems. I'd agree with you there. Because they both are headstrong in what they believe in. And it's like, and you already tell what Maggie's saying. I don't regret yeah. hanging Gregory. Well, no. Not and, at all. And I side with Maggie in pretty much every decision that she made this episode. I don't have a problem with Maggie at all. Huh. I, if, you, if you argue with Maggie, find any argument that's plausible for Maggie at this point. Yeah. The one thing she could argue was you should have hung Gregory, the blacksmith, yeah. but it's Earl. smart not to because he's a blacksmith. Yeah, uh, he's a he's way too valuable. But B, he was just kind of taken advantage of, and there's got to be consequences. I don't know how you find those consequences. But that's the thing. Excellent way. He's under basically house arrest, and he's worked under guard. Yeah, get yeah. what you need out of him. His wife gets him back. I don't know if I mean, that's perfect. enough oh, yeah. for like a attempted assassination on your leader. Well, to me, is that if you get rid of the blacksmith, then you've you've lost a major asset that can train others. Oh yeah, like you've lost the most else. important so person. So you, you basically ki- you can kill your community if you kill him. Well, that's what the thing with um, with her saying, you know, my dad was a drinker, mm-hmm. but then. If he's he, still a good man. He was a good man. And he also helped so many people. Michonne's like, I count myself one of them. Yeah. So it's like, oh, this guy, yeah, he tried to kill me, but he's also a good man. A good man. And he affects such a large group of people. Mm-hmm. If he's not here, you know, we're screwed. Right. Well, at least we're screwed in a certain scenario. Yes. Yes. Well, I mean, when you're trying to reestablish a new beginning like they are his trade is pretty paramount yes I, I love that we're not seeing cars anymore because now it's getting back to guys like this mm-hmm. you know the roots of just like basic farming and you know gathering hunting and stuff yeah. like that I like love old that medieval stuff. times I think this is a lot easier to do than still having cars involved and stuff like that yes problem is you know we do see the helicopter Later yes. in the episode. So well, it's and like, it's in the uh, opening scene that we all love so much and everything. Is that helicopter still very prominent in that? And I wanted to ask y'all what y'all thought about it. And then the It's so weird came. that they keep like teasing this damn helicopter. Here's my thing with the helicopter. This is what bothers me. Okay. And I'm not giving it anyway here. The helicopter is, not, is a non-issue in the comic book. There's no such thing. This is 100% show-based. Okay. So there's no reference to this. Okay. The other thing here is, is that we saw the helicopter thing at the end of season eight when Jadis was exactly you know running out like that. This is a year and a half later. Wait, where are okay? they getting the fuel for this so, thing? 
unless they've been able to have some massive fuel reserve or they're producing their own fuel somewhere else, this is a somewhat of a thin situation for me. Well, fuel's only good for like six months, so like there's no reserve. Well, fuel actually has a shelf life longer than that. It just degrades terribly, which it can. It, Do you want to be putting degraded fuel into a helicopter? Things. Yeah, that's no, what I'm saying. Like it hurts the tree, but it's not a bridge too far for me. There could be a whole, there could be a lot of explanations. You could no, say. I, I think this is the show's way out. The show is going to come to an end. Yeah. Yeah. Whether it's the end of this season or what, I, f- I feel like they'll be like, let's just get 10 seasons and we can call it. You know what I mean? If Rick Grimes is leaving the show, it's time to call it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's yeah. time. No. I mean, um, I'll agree with that. Like, I mean, Ca- even Cash t- is my Vikings guy. Yes. And uh, that's an amazing show that pulled it off. You know what I mean? And it yes. was still super hard. This show is like, is on the back of Rick Grimes. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like he carries this thing because there's just not that many strong actors, sadly. Well, it, the way the story is developed is based on Rick Grimes. Yes. Even the opening opening episode, you know, oh look, it's Rick Grimes, the amazing Rick Grimes, and this that. Yeah. Everything was about Rick, Rick Grimes. Grimes. Okay. Because he makes he's the everything. one going from place to place, and he's the one fusing it together. Thank y'all for working so hard. I know it's been difficult. I mean, like that's what everything's been about with the writing so far. So I mean, but yeah, I'm, Jake's right. I mean, I'm seeing the helicopter as I don't. It's not the village. I'm not talking about this. No, it's not like there's these people <laughs> watching. They're not to watching s- the bubble from the screen to yeah. see like what's happening. Like it's some experiment. Yeah, but I can easily see it being somewhere like, oh no, we've blocked off the entire you know Great Lakes region. No, no walkers. You know what I mean? Like, and there be a legit sanctuary somewhere. Okay. Could we and, see it's kind of like a Fear of the Walking Dead with the military like in the first season? I don't want it to be that. God, I hope not. Yeah, I mean, I don't want it to be that, but I, I mean, don't think that's so. the thing I, that I think it's something you hear about, they'll never show you. Uh, if that's where they go with. I'm saying like a legit like American civilization that's living like they used to. You know what I'm saying? Like a, a real sanctuary that's protected mm-hmm. and like these are people that are like scouting out or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> so funny checking out the natives and you've never read the comic books yeah that's how I feel it's gonna end up <laughs> you've never read the comic books that's amazing yeah and I, I think that's what it is I think and that's the way that we, the, the way the show comes out because I can already in my, my head see like not necessarily like a rescue operation you know yeah. where they like come in and they're pulling people out but can't you see a sequence where they're like Certain characters that we love and stuff like that, Michonne's carrying little ass kicker and stuff like that, mm-hmm. walking through the gates of this place, you know what I mean? And it's just a montage of them. Oh, that just sounds like what was it? I am legend. I am legend. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's what exactly. Exactly what like. I'm talking about. Yeah. That's what I think is going to be the end of the show, like how they end the show. Comic books can continue on do whatever they Basically, want. Basically, you've watched this group survive, and then they've made it to the gate. This is what it's, like, it's been. Game and it's over, like, Finn. And it's going to be... I mean, it may even be where they show Little Ass Kicker as a grown woman. You know what I mean? And it's like... And she's rocking a sheriff you know, yeah. outfit. <laughs> it could be Georgie's group that's uh, over here doing it. and Whatever. There, there's no telling. There's absolutely no telling. Sorry, that went into a long diatribe, but I was just Gosh, like... Gosh, damn, you did. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I like where you took it and everything, and that seems like a very plausible way to end the show. Yeah. All right, let's get to it. The the the, the most talked about part of the episode, the logs, the logs parts. So we have Aaron, we have Daryl, and some other half-wits that are all saviors, and we're taking logs... And we're rolling them up using two guys with ropes and two guys below pushing to make a pile. This is so stupid. Yeah. You ever seen a guy running a push mower downhill before? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> oh, yeah. They're just oh, begging yeah. to slide underneath it and chop their feet off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is exactly. I mean, tell me you didn't know from Jump Street when they show Aaron underneath that log pushing it up. Like, oh, that's yeah. going to crush Aaron. Yeah. My question is, what did you need to make a pile for? I don't give a shit what they're doing with it. I've been just been thinking about it. It's not like it was on one of their handyman made trailers. <laughs> well, I have no idea. <laughs> exactly. To me, I mean, there were logs. I don't understand the necessity to stack them. Maybe just, to keep some of them dry so they're not all on the ground. No, like, I mean, I can't. They, 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 I mean, I have, they lay logs on the ground. They have bark. I mean, that's not an issue. 
there's it doesn't matter it doesn't matter it, it to me it's an example of how do we exactly how do you make this look like oh this is a bad situation it's, that's like the camera zooming in on the door being locked when there's a bag outside yeah it's like, uh, check off's gun that's exactly. what they always talk about it's check off's log <laughs> check off's fucking stupidity you know yeah. what i'm saying this is this was my worst scene of the episode Yes, the guy being the guy that holds the the no, the foghorn to fucking make sure it doesn't uh, run the herd this way. Fine, but this is so stupid. It's no awful. one would do this. No one. And then the fact they show the guy that was pulling the log, oh, and he drops it. I'm just like, come on, man. You know he's right there. Yeah. Like you you're at least right gonna there. wait for him to yeah, get. Yeah, I mean, get out of the way. You gotta let it go or do. Something. Yeah, I'm with you, man. It's all so bad. And it bothers me so much because this once again, it's all for a scene to it, watch Rick Dead Eye Rick shoot a rope to watch walkers get demolished. Although it was pretty cool. Like I mean, I was kind of happy with how the log mowing everything down. Was. Hey, he missed the first shot. He did. I'll give you that. I was I was proud of the show where they like. I think they thought he was shooting at Negan. Don't let him dead eye it. Like it was, you know, he was Terror wasn't around. He thought it was Negan, so he's clearly gonna miss. Yeah. The second time. I will give you that that he had to take two shots. I'll give you that. All right. How about Daryl dual fisted knives? Knives pulled him out yeah. like machete. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, I love it. Like quick sides the head. Taking Most, folks out. I and like, then the I like, whole wave. He's like, oh, we're out. Like <laughs> I like Rick. Um, Hatcheting and getting stuck in the log and having yeah. to, how about the mini Joe blade? Yes, that was rad. Yes, um, I have a Joe blade, but it's on the long handle. Daryl even says uh, the walkers are here. Y'all get you know, like that. So everybody could have just dropped and ran. Okay, so Aaron, like you said, we get to the Aaron thing, doesn't? And he, you know, the the log falls and crushes on his arm, um, and a single person lifts it off of his arm. Yeah. No, they ended up rolling it off his arm. Yeah, oh, is that what they ended up? Three I, guys okay. couldn't lift it up. Yeah, well, to get his arm out, but the damage is done. Oh yeah, don't worry. Yeah, was, um, was, this arm was food bar. Yeah, um, I mean, I, th- I thought they were just going to amputate. Right? I was like, Michonne, like, give it over here, Rick, somebody. We'll, like, we'll let's get just chop. to the we'll get to the amputation scene in just a second. <laughs> um, but but uh, I, I I get so distracted by how mad I get about the fact that Aaron's underneath this thing pushing it, and they focus on it. It's like. Come on, uh, guys, obviously we can see what's about to happen. It's like they hit you over the head so yeah, hard with it. Check off, yeah. And I just, no one would do this. No. You're right. I, I, it didn't even strike me that they weren't loaded on trailers. Just like, it didn't a pile even strike me. And the fact is, a pulley is so easy to make. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to a pulley. No. Literally rope. a wheel and a rope, and you can pull up stuff. Yeah. And Eugene is going to be able to make a wheel out of anything. You telling me none of these people have seen Predator? None of them. <laughs> Where they lift up half a tree. Look, man, this was still in two thousand eight, like that. I mean, Predator came out in eighty seven. These people should be well versed. Yeah, <laughs> well versed. Well versed. People should be making lines instead of y'all get out of here. Go, run, go, <laughs> use the lines. You know what I mean? I, I'm just so disturbed by this. By these two guys going underneath this massive log Another for thing, any reason. Again, we've seen, of all the saviors, they've only highlighted two or three dipshits, right? Yep. And what are the odds that one of those dipshits is the one that's holding the rope that just leads to him crushing his arm? Are we well, watching Walking Dead? I'll go 10 for 10. Yeah. <laughs> well, of course. Yeah. And then we got Rosita. She's partnered up with the bombing with the girl who cut her face. Yeah. I'll never trust you. Should we be further back? But you all have explosives together. Yeah. And having normal chat in your Kardashian pants. Yeah. Yeah. All stupid. Yeah. It was just like... Yeah. I was glad they cut away for the bombing sequence because I didn't yeah. want to see their fake garbage. <laughs> yeah, because if I saw these rocks blowing up, I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I really get so distracted when they do these things. It's, it's the Ninja Walker. You yes. know, it's any of these things where it's like you wouldn't do that Aaron is one of the smarter people in the whole damn show right to show him get underneath this log is just so stupid to me I it just it, it doesn't fly ever it never will I, I can't stand no. it yeah I'm it's with you every smart thing this show decides to do 
gets totally just fucking avalanched by the one or scenarios two, they make. One or two horrific mistakes they make. Yeah. And there's no, there's no getting back from it. Uh, even though this, I thought this was a pretty damn good episode of Walking Dead. I, I really thought it was a good episode. But it's things. still, what's going to stick with me for the rest of the season is that stupid log. Yeah. Mine's going to be the radio, and too. All, Wait, there's no way. Yeah. And the only reason they're making a pile is so that you can see another pile that gets a rope shot off to have the cool death scene. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Because you're exactly right. Why are they lifting them up and not putting them on a trailer? They always talk about this. Work smart, not hard. Don't move it twice. Right. We always talk about it. Because I've worked with plenty of guys that are like, they're picking up the logs and they're making a stack only so we could then stack them on a truck. It's like, move the truck, throw them on the truck. Right. So simple. And these are so freaking heavy. Like, there's no way you're going to want to do this They're gigantic. Yeah. Now, the one thing is, it's like, hey, obviously... You can't just be constantly cutting into smaller pieces. Yeah. Because that would take forever. And, and they need these big things for the bridge. Yes. And you need long boards. Excellent. But my God, you're smart enough for all this logic. You know, making these good decisions about how you need the bridge and stuff like that. And then you let some couple of modunks try to drag it up a, another couple logs and then allow two other people underneath it. It's just unforgivable. I can't I agree. do it. No, I wholeheartedly agree with you. It sucks. It sucks. All right, let's let's get away from that. Yeah, I think we're let's good. Move on. I'm- All right, the logs hitting the walkers. Cool special effects. They did a couple scenes where you actually see it roll over the face and destroy it. Yeah, thought that was pretty cool. Um, one person on Twitter was talking about. Tell me why the face was the only part that crushed when the rest of their hands and body and, and like that didn't have no issue. Did y'all notice that? That log was so heavy that it just makes their head turn into a human pancake. <laughs> Or a zombie pancake, or like that. Why were like hands and arms and feet, this that or so on, not like literally? Why were they not just flat? Yeah, I mean, you know it should have been like a rolling. If their head was a gushy grapefruit, I don't know. It didn't bother me though. Like you know, you know I, I look just at decided it. Decided to focus on that. Plus, other parts are clothed. You're not gonna get the same effect. True, and and the thing is, is, when you look at a human body, especially when it's skin and bones at this point, your head is the thing that's sticking up. Yeah. If you're laying flat, you know what I'm saying. Your head is like this thing that's sticking. It's going to catch it like a speed bump every time. Right. Um, but it was kind of weird. They even showed one walker look like she was in pink pajamas or something like that. Walking away from them. Well, from the logs. Like it was scared or something. Um, so I was a little surprised by that. And I'm pretty sure the first, I think it was a female walker, braces herself before she hits the ground. And I was like, whoa. That's weird. <laughs> bad extra. Yeah. Bad, bad stunt coordinator. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, th- this is a cool effect, but you're right. I didn't, I, once again, it's something else I didn't think about. They stacked it up just so they could have a log stack to Fall, roll logs yeah. off of. And who, who stacks logs on the top of, on the edge of a hill? Well, no one. Because, <laughs> how Unless you're planning on taking walkers yeah. out. You know where you stack logs? At the bottom of the hill because you can just roll them down to it. You know what I'm saying? Like it, I, I don't want to get into it again. This whole thing yeah. makes no sense. <laughs> We're, we're, done we're beating this to death. <laughs> well, I'm just, I'm just annoying. It's, it is. It's annoying. It, there's a reason you dwell on it. It's because it's the one thing you're going to take with you after this stupid episode. Yeah. Yeah. And sadly, we're going to take this with us. Yeah. yeah. All right. What did y'all think about his arm when they pulled him out? His arm was so good when they pulled him out. Mm-hmm. Dude, I it love that the jelly, see the jelly, the the bone broke, the exposed and stuff. Oh, I mean, you see, like where the the bark of the log has like torn a huge section out of his elbow region on the underside, yeah. and you see the bone. Stuff, but his arm being jelly like that, I mean, we've all seen those horrific videos of guys with their arms get crushed. Dude. That's what it looks like. Their yeah. arm is jelly. Yeah, it's jelly. Because the I'll bones never, are shattered. Man, you can get on the internet, and there's you'll see a, an Indonesian worker who works yeah. at a paper press. The the roller. The roller, uh, and his arm gets stuck in there. Imagine your arm turning into flat. something a little bit thinner, thicker than a sheet of paper. Yeah, just flat it and jelly. disturbing yeah. to watch when they pull his arm out. Yeah, so... Good job, special effects wise, because to be honest with you, I have no idea how they did this. Yeah. As far as making his arm, because yeah. it it's flawless when they pull the the yes. log off, but from from his body to it. Yes. The only thing I can think of is he's wearing like a green sleeve and and glove, and they are somehow able to create a fake arm. It looks. Really it was good. good to me. It was the best special effects of the episode. Oh, by far, bar, bar none, bar none. Now, when they take Aaron into the tent. 
and Enid makes the decision we have to amputate. Okay, now, to me that that's Civil War medicine. Like, yeah. You know. Oh yeah, we're, definitely. We're, you know, she's not a surgeon. Uh, you know, uh, the doc's not there. This that or so on. So she pulls out tools. She looks like she's not sure of herself. She decides to make decisions. All of this looked great until she decided to cut in the middle of the wound. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that because well, here's the thing. Here's and I'll say this before you say it on Talking Dead right after the show, she goes. I actually did research on this. I actually went to sur- to a surgeon and watched them amputate this that, or so on and know that you're supposed to cut so far away from the wound so you have good skin to type like that. And she goes, and then I shot the scene and put the damn knife right in the middle of the wound like a dummy. Yeah. She admitted that on Talking Dead. And yeah. I was pumping my fist that the actress is willing to say, I did my homework and I flubbed the scene and they used it. Yeah, and it's cool too because she's looking at the old medicine book. As she's it, doing it. It literally shows the skin flap. So the first knife she's using is just to cut the skin flap. Mm-hmm. And then the bone saw finishes it off. So I was like, oh, they're going to do this right. And then she right, she cuts right into the crook of his elbow. Right. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, But also, like, you, you'd have to give me some kind of whiskey or something. Like, You're going to have to hold him down. No, you have to just knock me out. Yeah. Just punch me dead in the face. Like, KO me. There's no way. I mean, the arm crushing, that's, I mean, that's one thing. You've already dealt with that. Yeah. Well, the only thing I say this is that I thought about that too. And I was like, if your arm is destroyed, okay, you do go, you can go into a shock level where you don't feel anything in that. But I think you start sawing on somebody. When you start sawing into unhurt meat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're going to be in no one, horrific pain. Yeah, no yeah. one's holding you down. Like, I mean, it's just not going to happen. Right. And so, of course. Well, Daryl and his smell is holding him down. Yeah, really. That probably did knock a lot. Anyway. It's true. Hey, Daryl, uh, lean, lean a little closer. Lean a little so closer. So, when she goes to cut, she's cutting into the upper part of the forearm where the exposed bone is, all right? When you get to see the scene of his arm wrapped up, it's in the middle of the bicep. So, just so we're all, you know. No, it's a little further down even. It's actually, it's like elbow length. Which is silly. It shouldn't be that long. Yeah, it shouldn't be that long. Either way it goes, like it didn't match up. We're gonna have to wait and see it without the gauze on it. Yeah. So why do you think they kept showing all the amputees through the episode? Yeah, I saw it. You got to see the guy with his fingers missing. Eugene like focused on the finger thing. I don't know. Maybe it's just a hard times. That's the reality of and life. And they showed the lady that uh, was missing her arm. Um, I mean, there's a few of them. It was just like. Maybe it's just so we're not giving up on these people. We're yet. just showing the people that have been through a lot yeah. of stuff. You know, yeah, it's I mean? like Aaron's not used to me. Like you see someone without an arm, that's somebody who got bit and they they did a Michonne and cut it off and yeah, you know that was the way they survive. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. Like it was interesting, but you got to imagine that's what kind of medicine you have now. But I'm a little pissed that Aaron's arm has to be removed. See, to me, this was one of those shocking decisions I would have never expected. So this is something I appreciate that the show decided to go in a different direction you would never have thought of. I just think it's going to be, to me, it's like, that's the demise of his character sooner than later. I just don't know if they're going to spend the money to make it where he's one-armed for the rest of this length of the show. But he was already in a rough place yes. when he lost his boyfriend and stuff like that. And this character was starting to go downhill. Anyway, like, I'll never forget that episode. <laughs> Eric's walking away. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you? And that, the face. Remember the face? That's the, what I'm saying. The worst cry face in the history of television <laughs> is Aaron. It was. <clears throat> his character was already in a, a bad place. I mean, like a bad place, like as far as I didn't much care for it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. When he was going to uh, Seaside and all that crap, I was like, Aaron, just you're killing already. me. Just, just. Yeah. <laughs> Already. Take one of these chicks' harpoons to the head. Um, which we didn't talk about that either. This chick is like, oh, I'll focus on this badass harpoon shooting chick because she's from Seaside. Yeah, yeah. She's a pirate. Yeah. Uh, and she blasts this one walker through the face and then she proceeds to stand and watch the rest of the time. She did her job. Yeah. She just couldn't, couldn't hey. get that fucking harpoon out of that dude's head. It was a one hit quitter. I was just like, Good weapon choice, killer. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I got one. I got one. My thing is, is now, are we gonna have to focus on Aaron's arm the rest of the time? Now that's what I'm saying, man. Like, is that is that gonna be his character now? I think so. Well, man, things are great, except for my arm. That was my hand to wipe my ass with. It's been really difficult. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just, yeah. <laughs> Never Aaron, gonna... I'm going to shake the nub on this one, man. Uh, <laughs> nub me. Gave Eric his first handy with that one. I'm going to miss it. Didn't wash my hand for weeks. <laughs> Called it the stranger. It was left handy. <laughs> I, 
Yeah. Gave him a ZJ. I just, to me, <laughs> oh, there yeah. man. How, about, how much does one of those cost? If you got to ask, you can't afford it. <laughs> um, I, I, to me, I just don't see. Do you really see him putting a green sleeve on and being that guy for the rest of the season? Or do you see this being a, li- a liability and he sacrificed himself somehow as the episode, you know, one of the episodes? Well, I was surprised that Herschel went as long as he did. You know, True. that the fact that they. It's a lot easier to hide a person with a missing leg by wearing long pants than it is a person with a missing hand. That's the reason Rick was never done it because in the original comic book, he loses his hand when he meets the governor. And Kirkman said it was one of the biggest decisions, bad decisions he ever made was a one, you know, yeah. the show. No, I agree. But so, I mean. They've shown some a few characters with some missing limbs and stuff. But yeah. you're right. They don't usually last forever. But, I mean, it's not like Aaron was getting a whole bunch of screen time before. So, like, I don't think it's going to well, be... When, like, when you're thinning the herd of main characters... We've still got, like, 15. <laughs> like, I mean, maybe once we lose Rick and everybody, uh, yeah, it becomes I mean, more significant. But, I mean, I think until then, we should be okay with Aaron yeah. keeping his usual. But, see, Aaron, in my opinion, would be one of the characters... That finds the sanctuary at the end. Like he's been through horrific shit. Yeah. He ends up with Jesus at the end. You know what I'm saying? Like that's. Yeah, he's a survivor. Yeah. That's how I feel because he's been through too much crap to die. You know, a I lot mean, of. All of them have to. to yeah, an but extent, a, a really. lot of the characters that die, you just hear about a little, a little backstory. Yeah. Like, oh man, I had some stuff. When, um, uh, Mutton Chops, uh, read, uh, Abraham. Yeah, we got a whole backstory about how he lost his family. Yeah, you know, and that he was a rageaholic and all this shit. You know what I mean? It's like when he dies, like there was all this backstory. Yeah. Aaron, his backstory was Eric, and but we didn't find out old stuff. You know what I mean? We don't know no, Aaron like, before Alexandria. True, and, uh, he was a scout for Alexandria, so we don't have right. anything about that. I'm just saying the the guys that that been through stuff, newer characters like Aaron is. They they seem like the survivors to me. Even even you. though Maggie, but see, it's like you kill Maggie. All of Maggie's story is for naught. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's okay for a show. Sometimes nine seasons in, ten seasons. Sometimes, in. but I look at it like if you kill Maggie, I'm like, dude, yeah. she has been integral to the, the whole plot because she came in what season two? Yes. Yeah. I mean, with Herschel. Yeah. I mean, the the fact that she was tied to Glenn, all that stuff. I mean, it's like. Huge stuff, especially because she made Glenn as big as he got. Like I don't think he's nearly as important without Maggie throughout this entire series. Well, that's why you create a love for the character. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I see Aaron as a survivor, so I hate to see it just become about his arm. Yeah. Or, I mean, I but, think he's a kind of character that's going to be able to adapt with this, and it's going to be okay. But it, it looks like they're just going to make the siren guy. This dude who drops the rope on Aaron with the log. They're just making sanctuary people out to be selfish assholes. And it's just going to create fights constantly. And And I really don't think that they're bad people for the most part. Probably not. They're showing this guy like he just got scared and took off. After Daryl said, take off. You know, herd's here. Um, It was more stupid that Aaron was under the log than it was that this guy drops the rope. So... You know, whatever. If that, but that's the thing. If that's what they're gonna do, I'm kind of calling bullshit a little bit. But that's how they're deciding go A to B. Yeah, that's so. that's Walking Dead for you. Yeah. When all the aftermath's over, of course, you have another scene with Daryl and Dipshit Number Three and punches him out and stuff. And then this leads to a scene where Dipshit's walking past Rick. Rick. He's like, "You better control your dog." And it was uh, ham fist uh, line. Oh my god, it was ham fist. And Rick's rebuttal is even ham fist. You no, you don't have to. I don't have to sit here and listen. Yes, you do. I was like, oh my god, Rick, please <laughs> just no. stand here and listen to every word. I know you're kind. I was a cop. I, and, I was like, listen to oh! you every Saturday night. It was never my fault. I was like, okay, Rick, we. This is thirty minutes. I'm not getting back. Yeah. <laughs> Fast forward. Um, not to mention, Rick's look is. No good to me. It wasn't intimidating here. No. Whatsoever. He looks like he's got booze face. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? You're talking about bitter beer face? <laughs> you know, just like, there's something that happens to guys that like start drinking too much, you know, where they're, they get like puffy face. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. You know, it's his it's his short hair and beard like it's just it's not, not it's a good making his jawline disappear and just become all one like <laughs> big oval. Just morphous thing. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Yeah, he's got a big oval head right now. Yeah, he does. Uh I'm not a fan. Yeah, it, it's just following the comic book. Because in the comic he, book he cuts his hair off and has a beard. I know he's supposed to look like old man Logan, but I'm just saying in the show. I, I, I kind of focus on it a little bit where yeah. it kind of pulls me out. It's distinctive. There's no doubt. Yeah. Just the writing on this part, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't jive with the, the Rick we've known in the past. You know, why the story of it's everybody's fault. You're just a little drunk. I was a cop. I mean, this is what years ago. I mean, like, I don't see how it Because we're like, wait, four years in now? Oh, way more than that, man. Who knows at this point? Yeah, yeah I they, mean, they I'm not even waste us. time speculating. But to me, it was a uh, it was cheese ball. You know, get your dog. I mean, like, come on. Um, anyway, he tells him to get out first light. He's like, I'm gone now. You know, and so he leaves. And then you get a, little, a quick scene of everybody happy around the campfire. You know, uh, Carol, Carol decides to take the ring. Um, you know, Jerry and them are playing board games and. Everybody seems pretty good. Uh, everybody happy on Dory. And then, of course, you get to see, you know, dipshit number three walking down. Of course, he had a full bottle of liquor that he decides to partake of the entire thing. Yeah. just Because that was available. I mean, no, those to, are just laying around. Yeah. Well, whatever. And, and why, who, why not while you're walking at midnight, you know. In the dark. Well, get hammered. Yeah, get pissed get hammered. And also, like. Shitty. Who needs a container for water, you know, when mm. resources are low and you're by yourself in the woods? And you might as well throw a bottle off in the woods, make some noise. Yeah. Seems like a great idea. Bite me, please. <laughs> <laughs> There's the catchphrase. Yeah. Um, again, walks up to somebody he knows, you know, and says, man, you don't cut yourself killed. And then, what? you know, so. And that's pretty much the episode. I mean, that's how the episode wraps. That's for sure. Um, I mean, well, there's a small little thing where he talks to Negan again, and you know, he's like, you know, we're doing fine, and Negan has the the catchphrase, "You're just getting the world ready for me." You know what yeah. I mean? Um, but then, I mean, like the biggest thing was Maggie and Michonne. They ended up agreeing kind of to charter, you know, creating rules. Yeah, they have some rules to set up. That's that was right. Jesus is a part of the conversation and trust judgment and all that stuff. Like he said, Maggie had good strong stuff. Um, all right, what did y'all think of the Rick, uh, the not the Rick Negan, but the, the Negan look? Okay, in the comic book, Negan has long hair like Cash at this point because a year and a half later, he's he's never cut his hair. And this time, the show decides to go the route of long he just beard. has an old man beard. Yeah, long beard, same hair though. Same I don't hair. know who's cutting his hair, but whatever. Some brave soul and yeah. scissors near him. Um, <laughs> whatever. You know, I'm whatever at this point. I, there are some I, people who are mad. Like, they they wanted the authentic Negan look. I don't know if Jeffrey Dean Morgan will... Has he ever really had long hair? I don't think so. Well, they could do it if they yeah, wanted to. Whatever. I mean, like, you could make it look, you know... I mean, look what they're doing with his He has long hair. hair, but then he cuts it pretty short into the situation to make it look like the old school Negan. So, yeah, so, there's I mean, no point It is even, what it is, you know. Yeah. yeah. Just it, keep it short. It's fine. I'll, I still just don't understand how Negan comes off as tough. Or, you know, at this point, like, why talk like this? Do you just want to die? Yeah. You just want to be shot? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Maybe he just feels like, if they haven't killed me yet, they're just never going to. Yeah. Well, I like his line. He goes, you paint a real good picture there, Rick. When am I going to get to see this? <laughs> you know? <laughs> never. There was some good lines in there, you know? I, it's not like you can't deliver awesome lines. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, why are you bringing up Carl? Like, to have those kind of cojones. <laughs> why you got to talk about old shit? <laughs> um, People don't forget. I, I, I enjoyed this conversation. But what you're saying is, is that, you know, he talks like he's still the most intimidating thing there is. Yeah, I just... And like, dude, you're behind a cell for over a year and a half. You look like old man winter. You know, come on. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Obviously, I don't have a problem because Jeffrey Dean Morgan's awesome. He does a great job. Um, Negan's probably my favorite villain they've put on here and stuff. So, so I'm not. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying. It just doesn't make talking sense. tough behind bars. That's like being a telephone tough guy. You know what I mean? No, no that's on Twitter tough guy. Yeah, Facebook tough guy. Yeah, I'd kick your ass. Oh, okay. You're, okay. You're cool. Well, 
Enjoy this hamburger. Go back to your mom's basement and let me know how that rolls. Yeah. So I, you know, whatever. I'll never understand that. You know, necessarily because to me, he's smart enough to be like trying to schmooze or work his way into getting out of this damn jail cell to work a plan of some kind. You know what I mean? Yep, 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 man. Yep. Well, I think that's kind of wrapping the episode. Yeah, yeah that's it. That's yeah. It. I think we're good. Again, as always, guys, let us know what you think. We're on Twitter, Facebook, and Spotify, everywhere else you can imagine. Uh, you know, if you're enjoying the pod, always give us a friendly review. We always enjoy that. And uh, don't hesitate. Other than that, guys, I think we're just going to call it a night. Uh, it's been a good week. Uh, it's, like I said, best episode so far. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, long, minus log rolling situations, I think we're going to be strong. Um, and looking forward to next season. I mean, next episode, yeah. I should say. Any other than that, this is Bleed TV, and I'm Zach. And I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. We'll see you all next week. Bye.